This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top-tier lineup. With Leaf Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only by app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Another lower-ranking team comes to Portman Road. Another lower-ranking team dispatched. But did we learn any more? Welcome to the Blue Monday podcast. Right, this is important right off the bat. We, we just got on the call like two minutes before we had to go live. Craig's got a Popmaster book. Everyone thinks David Diamond is the king of all pop trivia. Craig, how, how did the quick, quick fire round go? It was equally impressive on both sides, actually. It was a very... <laughs> Get off the it was fence. A, it was an even... No, it was. It, Dave pulled some out of the bag. You pulled out a Coldplay album oh, oh, why have out you of the said bag. That? Oh, dearie. Having, actually, you, you reached behind it and pulled it out, your, out of your shelf and then... <laughs> of his record us, box. Gave us the oh, answer, dearie. Yeah. Coldplay, far, far, too current, far too current for me. Coldplay. Let's say some hellos to the people in the chat. If you're listening after the fact, you can join us live on YouTube each and every Sunday. Uh, we're saying hi to Lisa, Matt, Charlie, Dan, Ashley, Jack, YouTube user, YouTube uh, user. Matt. <laughs> Keep your comments coming in. We'll try and read some of them as we go, and we will definitely go in the question section. I've got a challenge for you, Craig, a challenge for you, Dave, and a challenge for everybody um, in the chat, because... I'm prepping for this podcast, and I did the Forest Green show, Craig, a few weeks ago. Ipswich won 4-0, and we sat here and we said nice things about Ipswich put into the sword a lower-ranking team and concluded that that was all great and we would learn more at Bolton. Please tell me the narrative has moved on because I don't want to make the same podcast. Chat, tell us how the narrative has moved on as well. Craig, elucidate. Um, well, I suppose. Well, I tell you what, we have learned. We've learned that our pitch is getting even worse by match on match Ooh. on match, isn't it? Mm. It's looking terrible now. People mm. slipping ass over tit all the time. Um, I think we just we just learned that you know we can do a job when we need to do a job, don't we? You know, we just as you say, dispatch is probably the right phrase after a sticky first 15, 20 minutes. Um, yeah, we we got the job done. Just need to do the same again on Tuesday. Just worry about it- Bolton when it comes. Dave, is the narrative developing? I'm talking about Clark and Burns. I'm talking about Broadhead settling and I'm talking about yeah, yeah. clean sheets. We're in a better spot than the Forest Green thing, but surely our listeners can't blame us if we're kind of stuck in the same place analysis-wise than we were 
and Morecambe, really, three, no, four agree. nils I, against these lower-ranking teams. Yeah, I agree. I think the difference yesterday, well, certainly difference with Forest Green, we scored very early, didn't we? Um, yesterday, we didn't. And they, it was... I don't know what Craig thought, but it was awkward for 25 minutes, wasn't it? We really didn't get in the gear and, you know, they were not shy in getting the ball forward. <laughs> <Don't> <laughs> Great, aren't they? they like to get the ball in the box. You know, don't sure. care, does he, Dave? Wow, get it in, get it in there. Um, but, um, you know, I thought overall we coped with that well and then saw that and, that and then, and then you know, I know that's an old cliche, earn the right to play our best, you know, defended really well and saw it off. But, yeah, certainly narrative building, I thought, Clark, very good, growing into slowly growing into things. Um, Broadhead yesterday, but there was one player that we'll no doubt get to that for me stood head and shoulders about everyone else yesterday. I'm going to read a couple of comments here because they're suggesting narrative shifts moving forward. Chris, uh, Ben, we have moved on now because we have a bit of momentum. That is a fair point, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, Philip, all three players are now gelling quite nicely. That is also a fair point. Who's this? It's Rich. The run of clean sheets is a useful narrative shift. Hate to do it, but I'm going to agree with Rich on that one as mm. well. Matt agrees there as well. Cautiously, dare I say, it feels like we're building some important momentum. Clean sheets feel important. Right. Let's get into this then, um, because it, it's one of these no-win situations, Dave, though, isn't it? Where And again, I don't want to go over the ground we went over against Forest Green. Although this is, to um, your point, a bit of a different challenge because... Burton will at least not just sit there and play for nil-nil and make you defend, right? <laughs> no, they didn't. No, no, they 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 got the ball forward for, for sure. They got the ball <laughs> forward, like I said, as we know they as we know they do. Um, and the opportunity, really, throw-ins, goal kicks, just from everywhere, really get it in there. So, um, no, it was it was a little bit it was a little bit different. And again, perhaps if you're not in such a run with some momentum behind you, that we could well have struggled in. Craig, uh, here is your team, and I suspect you're going to pick up two players to talk about, but I'll read it nonetheless. Uh, Walton in goal, Davis and Clark, fullbacks, Burgess, Wilford, and centre backs. Morsi, partnered by Massimo Luongo. Burns, Chaplin, Broadhead, Freddie Ledapo starts up top. Thoughts, Craig? Yeah, obviously, the, the two were the two changes. Luongo, um, Coming in for Humphreys, I don't think anybody could really argue with that. Um, you know, Humphreys has been running on empty a little for a little while, hasn't he? While we've been waiting for Luongo to get up to speed, um, and you know, in the the substitute appearances that he's been putting in, you know, you were hoping that he could do that from uh, from the start, which which he certainly did. Um, and then Ladapo, well, you've got no chance of choosing or, or guessing which um, central striker is going to play from one week to the next because Hurst had his best game in a town shirt last week and uh, gets replaced from Lone Ladapo, who similarly had been playing well and um, had been usurped by um, Hurst. So, yeah, and I would have probably gone with Hurst on the back of last week. But again, you know, Ladapo probably had one of his, one of his best games for Ipswich yesterday. He was very, very good when he did. I think it might have been his best game, to be fair. I know he's had, he scored braces before and stuff but I thought yesterday his all-round game was really good he looked yeah. really on it yesterday and yeah it's competition there now isn't it so um yeah between the two which let's face it for most of the season Ladabo certainly hasn't had that so um no it was um it, it was really good to see and he's, he's just got a great attitude isn't he because it can't be easy you know um, for either of them really but um yeah I haven't said that Hurst will probably start on Tuesday and it's what, well, it, what it is sorry Ben what it isn't okay. easy for is is for the guys who are coming on 
invariably the game's all bitty and there's yeah. substitute every two or three minutes and you know you, poor old Hurst is coming on barely got a touch because the game's just descending into substitution mode but for the last 20 minutes of the match isn't it so I think you have to make the most of that 60 65 minutes that you're on the pitch which to be fair both of them are doing knowing that that's going to be their lot for for each match isn't it I'm going to allow myself at least a thousand mentions of the Bolton game um, coming up quick yes or no and we'll come to it Dave do you play that 11 at Bolton yeah I'd go with that yeah Craig if if fit yeah yeah, yeah, well, that, yeah. That obviously that caveat. Yeah, I'm just looking at Luongo's face while I while I say that because as yeah. um, Nat I, has said in the chat there, we don't know we don't know what he's like. We don't know if he'll play Tuesday night. I wouldn't, do we? I, I wouldn't have thought he would play Tuesday night. Would you? I'd have thought we, Humphreys would be back in Tuesday. We will get onto it. And um, yeah. guys, you can support the show simply by hitting the thumbs up. If you're very kind, like our good friend David, who was actually over for his first game. You can also contribute via Super Chat. Thank you so, so much, David. Absolute staunch support. I, I, think, I, I, think almost... I think David still might be in Ipswich. I'm not sure he's going oh, back. Is he? I think tomorrow, I think he said. So oh, okay. let us know, David, how you, you know, your first, what your first experience was yeah. like. Five euros on the Super Chat there. Thank yeah, you so, so Thanks, much, guys. Man. Really, really kind. Um, so, Dave, um, let me read through this Burton team. And, don't be wise after the event. Um, when you looked at the team sheet before the game, uh, try and try and remember your thoughts. It was uh, McGillivray in goal, Shaughnessy, Hughes, Moon, uh, Hamer and Brayford wide, Oshie Larger, who I think we were once. Linking, yeah, apparently we? so. Yeah. Um, Powell, central midfield, Smith, Helm and Taylor. Dave, I think they've got something like seven loanies in the squad. Possibly they've got so many they can't even yeah, get them all a, in the, in there, the There's a few squad. there. Although I must admit, I, I did I did like the wonderfully named Jasper Moon. That's a fantastic name, isn't it? Jasper Moon. Um, whether he's their player or lonely, Ben. Uh, Barnsley. Really yeah, okay. Okay. Um, it was a bit... Yeah, he was. He wasn't... I think he was out yesterday, to be fair. The Moon wasn't out yesterday because he didn't... There have you the, go. He didn't have the greatest of games, to be fair. But... Yeah, you know, other than that, there's some experience there, some lot of experience there, certainly at right back, for goodness sake. He must have, how old's John Bray? Probably one of these players who's younger than you think, but seemingly must be heading up to 40, but he's probably John not. Brayford is so experienced, Dave. He's only played 400 games less than Dean Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. So, um, yeah, you know, on uh, on paper, looking at the two sides, yeah, you would have hoped for a, 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 well, as it turned out, a reasonably comfortable win. But as we said, the start of the game, that didn't really follow the narrative, really. Uh, we'll get there in a sec, uh, Craig. Let me just do the benches. Hurst, Edwards, Harness, Humphreys. Oh, Jesus Christ. It's crazy. Um, <laughs> that that budget doesn't get promoted to stop. Uh, Danassi and Jackson and Gladkey. Um Kirk, who's punished us before for crew, hasn't mm. he? Walker, mm. Camwer, Mustafa Karayal. Muzzy. Ashworth and Sam Lavelle. And as we expected, uh, Craig, from what you guys are saying, Hurricane Burton did hit for the first um, portion of this game. Yeah, it did. Yeah, so literally from minute one, they were pressing, weren't they? Man to man, all of our goal kicks, everybody was marked. And it took us a little while. It probably took us or took Walton maybe 15 minutes to have the message on the pitch to say, look, you're going to have to dink it over the top of this press and get it into Chaplin, Broadhead and and Ladapo's feet, which he did very, very well, actually, um, in that first half once we'd figured it out. Um, I think it was Powell was on Morsey from goal kicks and they were just literally just suffocating us in our in our own 18-yard box. Um, But the the sheer number of throw-ins that we conceded 
was just phenomenal, wasn't it, Dave? And it, they were all in that exact same position, about 25 yards out on either side of the pitch, weren't they? And, and, we the, and the guy... Know, the, seven, the, eight, the, nine... I forgot. I didn't even take note. It was taken. It was the same guy, and he was like, when it was obviously when it was nil nil, he was jogging, jogging from left back across the right back <laughs> to Brilliant um stuff. to hurl it in. Um, but I've got to say, I think we cope with. From, there was a couple of bits and pieces. Shout, good shout for a penalty, wasn't it, Craig? You must have had a good view of that because I, yeah. I, I sat up stairs in the first half. And my lads had one of my eldest lad had my ticket, and then there was a spare seat. So I went down second half when we were attacking the the Ralph. But um, yeah, first half you'd have had a great view of that. Yeah, I look, yeah, I look right across to the away fans, and it, it was um, it was across. I think it hit uh, Wolfenden's hand, and it did hit his hand. And it, I suppose you could argue his arm was down by his side, but it's one of those ones it hit so hard that it actually knocked his hand back. So it's pretty obvious it did, you know, hit his hand stroke arm. Um, and yeah, it, we thought it may well have been given. We wouldn't have been surprised if it had have been given, put it that way. And then, but it's a completely different um, complexion on the game, doesn't it? I think that was like in the first 10 minutes, wasn't it? That The ref also, I've got to say, certainly first half, was very trigger happy with his cards, wasn't he? Every foul was a yellow card, <laughs> wasn't it? Three yeah. yellows in the first 20 minutes. Clark, oh, yeah. Moon yeah, and yeah, was, yeah, yeah. All in the book. Um, Dave, do you want to take us up to the opening goal for Connor Chaplin? Yeah, I think it's 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 a good goal. It's a great goal. Um, Davis, I think, receives a ball wide left um, inside. I think to Ladapo touches it back to Morsey, um, touches it to Clark, who was flying yesterday. I've got to say, he pretty much was superb weighted ball. The weighted ball. So it's one of these ones where Burns points where he wants it, and he just gives it to him. Great. great. Dave ball. loves it when a player points where they want. Oh, it's just He's always loved that. But I've got to say, <laughs> I've done about that. But up till then. But the first 20 minutes, I don't think Wes Burns had a kick. I honestly and neither, think... neither did Broadhead. No, no, honestly, they, Burns stood out for me. Perhaps I didn't perhaps notice Broadhead so much, but Burns certainly didn't. So this was his first real impact on the game. And yeah, um, gets the ball in a good position. Thought, you know, pace. It was it was such a good ball. You'd think any, anyone's not quite so pacey as Burns perhaps wouldn't have called it. Just catches it by the byline. I say for once, that's a bit harsh, but puts the ball back in a good area. We get a little bit lucky. I think it deflects off Hamer. I think only Seal. Kind of Chaplin's is class, and he one touch swivels on it on his wrong foot, on his weaker foot. He just finds finds a corner. Just brilliant finish, and it really instinctive. He, he's he's too good for that division, really. Every, every week I see him, he's just instinctively he's, good. He's bright. He's, in, <laughs> he's bright. He's intelligent. He's uh, such a good player. Yeah, great goal. Really, really good. Good good move. You know, yeah, got a bit lucky with, with a sort of slight deflection off the defender to Chaplin, but yeah, great goal and, and needed because we were sort of, we'd, we'd started to get a little bit of steam up, haven't we, Craig, for about five minutes before then, but um, yeah, much needed. Yeah, so it was about sort of halfway through the half, 22 to 3, we, we, we basically had our first um, foray down that right-hand side. I think that was yeah. the first time Burns had actually gotten the game, as you say. I think Broadhead's yeah. first um, bit of interest was when he got Moon booked. That was literally like 20 minutes. So yeah. we had a, a very quiet start, but then we just did start just to, as you said, earn the right to get into it. And as you said, Ben, at the beginning about narrative, rightly about the the Clark and Burns um, yes. relationship. Mm. Yeah, we will get, we'll get onto that. I'm sure it will come up in the questions. And Craig... How vital, because let's be honest, at our worst, we've been fluffy and knocking the ball about, not, not getting that second goal. How vital to ping it in seven minutes after and you, you're two up inside the first half against a team that's maybe already hit you with their strongest punch already. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly that. And this and this one comes from as I was saying earlier about um that press, that man to man press, and Walton does in this sense he dinks it over that press and it was brought out of the sky by yeah. Chaplin. Who he's, he's actually in the air when he brought it out the uh, brought it down. Um he knocks it back to uh Clark and Clark just nips it over the the challenge, the incoming challenge and slides it which looked a bit touch-heavy to start with, to be fair, um, down to Burns. And again, it's sort of almost a carbon copy of the first in that yeah. it's sped down the inside channel into Burns, exactly where we all know he likes it. Um, and he, again, this time it's a, a good pullback right into the centre of the goal. Broadhead's, what, eight yards out, first-time finish. Um, and I was I was listening to – well, I was watching actually on YouTube. There was a Sean Deitch, um, one of these coaching masterclass things. There was like a little um, taster of it, and he was – Going through the four four two, why he loves four four two, everything about four four two, but then he was talking about def- defending um, switches of play from right to left, etc. And he said one of the most difficult things is defending that. He calls it the second six yard box, which is like the next six yard box out from the six yard box, basically mm-hmm. where things are cut back from. And that's you know we score a lot of our goals from that penalty spot area from ball exactly that balls being pulled back to the area. It's just so difficult to defend if, as you say. It's done at pace. If you're taking one touch to do it all, the defending team's got no chance of just, getting their bodies in the right place or knowing what the hell's going on. Just think what percentage of those balls get cut out as well. How often we find ourselves in those positions. I'm not saying so much down the left, but down the right, be it Burns, Jackson perhaps. And, you know, the ball doesn't beat the first defender. Okay, you say it's good defending, but blimey, it's just scary how often we just, we, we just with pace, we carve teams open down that right? And invariably, wow. it's Mr. Chaplin standing in a, about three or four acres, of, three or four yards of space, isn't he, in the penalty, on the yeah, penalty spot? He's, he's just clever in his movement, yeah. his intelligence. Well, and he's also a player that can either find the corner first time or, if not, very, very quickly set himself and then hit the shot really early, but still, yeah. with, still with quality as well. And Dave, um, Burton just lost it then for the third goal. This is good from Luongo, I think, because it's, it's mm. just so unlike us, really. It's a... So I think it just takes them by surprise. I think Wolfenden standing on a free kick on halfway, whether it was an offside or a foul, I can't remember, just touches it short to Luongo just in their half. And he just hits a, it just sort of hits a first time. You think that's pretty aimless. Obviously looking for Burns, it pings a first time ball, sweeps a ball like left to right. I don't know, 30, 35 yard ball. Um, yeah, defender just gets stuck underneath it, does it? He doesn't. He sort of drops. And you think it's not going to reach Burns. Defender sort of lunges for it. Mistimes a header into, and this is class as well, into Chaplin. And again, good movement from the Dapo though, but Chaplin just plays the ball between the two defenders and the Dapo's in. And I think he's virtually on the penalty spot. Just so confident, just strokes it in. Yeah, three and 11 minutes, game over. But again, it was a first-time ball from Chaplin, wasn't it? Didn't even think. He just no, dropped, to him, dropped to him first time through. You can't, yeah, you can't defend it. No, you can't. No. Uh, what you can do at halftime if you're... De- <laughs> de- de- I've I got to say, I love Dino Mumria because he feels like me when I'm a bit bored playing football manager where you just stick <laughs> everything on direct, sign eight loanings, <laughs> make loads of substitutions, <laughs> just just go for it. It sounds like I'm mocking him, but their points per game has gone right up mm. since, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. since he got there. And uh, Kieran McKenna pointed out as well that it's no laughing matter if a team's attacking XG is way higher than, you know, when you compare it to actually their league position. And you can see how they do end up getting in these mad stretch games. To your point, Craig, they get the penalty and take the lead and that goes all basketball. Then, you know, it plays right into their hands and they're scoring two or three goals in the game. It just depends how they defend. Anyway, the point I was going to make 
a um, uh, long, a short walk to a long drink, a long walk to a short drink. Uh, Kirk and Walker in at half time. Craig, did that make any difference in the slightest? Um, yeah, not particularly. The, the, the game, as as it was always going to do, three 0 at half time. It, it sort of just lost a, a little bit of um, impetus. Second half, it had a bit of a smell of a training game in, in, in for some um, areas, as understandably. Um, very similar to the Forest Green um, second half, really. Um, but Kirk's a funny one, isn't he? Because he was you know, going to be the next big thing, wasn't he, at um, Crew and went to Charlton. And obviously did absolutely nothing at no, Charlton to be yeah. shipped out on loan again to Burn because I was quite keen on us um, yep. signing him. But, yeah, there you go. No, it didn't, didn't really show, did he? No. Uh, do you want to take us up to goal number four then, Dave, on minute 69 and a second for Chaplin? And I believe that's... 16 in the in the league. It's, it's as good as well. Davis, I mean, Davis is just an all-round player, isn't he? He's very, very deceptively good in the air. It's not mm. often you see him gets beaten in the air. And it's a long ball. I think Hughes, centre-half, plays a cross-field ball, diagonal from just in their half. He, he gets above his man, sort of heads it forward to Broader. Broader just... I've watched this goal back, and he just seems to find another gear. So he's he's like gliding. He glides, and then you think, oh, okay, he's going to have to stop and take a touch. And then he goes again, and he just he's just gone. And it's brilliant from Davis. Davis, you know, doesn't just admire his header and admire the ball, cushion ball to, to um, Broadhead. He gets on his bike as, he, as he's as he's one, um, gets outside him. Again, superb from Broadhead. Just a lovely weighted little cushion ball. And as again, he Davis makes a right, always makes the right option to pulls it back. And Chaplin, isn't it? First time, get a little bit whether the keeper would have saved it. I don't think this one was quite in the corner, deflects off Moon <laughs> and um, over over Sean, um, McGillivray. And um, yeah, 4 0. Um, keeper may well have saved that actually, had it not. It wasn't a massive deflection, certainly Chaplin's goal, certainly you know, very much on target and well struck. But um, yeah, it gets a bit of luck 4 0. And yeah. Another another brace, which I think um, mm. our good friend Stat said, it's the first time. I'm sure I read this. The first time an Ipswich player has scored two goals, six has, has got six braces in a season since it must have been either Crawford or Phillips in sixty one, sixty two. Cheers, amazing, uh, and nine assists, Craig, for Leif Davis. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and as Dave said, it, and he's just full. Full pelt for almost ninety minutes as well, isn't he? You know, he's he's up and yeah, down, up and down. <laughs> look, look who his manager was at Leeds. <laughs> yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. True. very yeah, good, true. Davis. Yeah. Um, and it's a, he, as we've said before, it's not as if he's got a Burns in front of him to take some of the workload off. You know, he's doing that job as well. So, yeah, fair play to uh, to the data analytics team and the board, uh, Mark Ashton's yeah. um, board that uh, you know Pushed plucked him out. out of out of the yeah. reserves. Yeah. Um, did you know we're playing Bolton at the weekend? So I just thought I'd pick your brains and have a look at these substitutions and see, do we learn anything about that starting 11? Uh, so Hurst comes in for Ladapo, Harness in for Chaplin, Edwards in for Broadhead. Craig, you're probably going to tell me we're going to learn more about who's going to play on Tuesday rather than who's going to play on Saturday due to those subs. Do you think we'll see those three feature, um, Hurst, Harness, uh, Edwards? Um, yeah, possibly, or it's just you know ride the crest of the wave that we've got at the moment with with Broadhead and Chaplin. You know, they're playing so well. They, they're as we know, Broadhead has only been here a matter of weeks, so the more minutes they can spend on the pitch together, the better in terms of the understanding with Chaplin. Um, you, as Dave said, you do wonder about Luongo being able to start two games in in the space of four days. That, That's you know, not they may happening, well, is it? Yeah, they may well wrap him up in in Cottonwood for a little bit. I do wonder as well about Dave. I know he got a knock, and they said it was just a kick. 
but he was down being, a while, wasn't he? Yeah, it being Accrington and it, you know, him as you say, Ben, being so crucial to for the next two or three months, hopefully two months of the season. Um, <laughs> whether Greg Lee, you know, will come in because you know, as we know, he's never let anyone down when um, when he's been called upon. Obviously, we'll lose quite a bit of forward momentum down that left hand side, but we'll see. We yeah, will I, don't see think, I don't think anyone have a problem if he was out and, and no. Lee came. Lee came in. He's he's player and really, I really like Greg Lee actually. Yeah, I just read Neil's player. comment. We'll go on to the Accrington game a bit later, but I, I kind of agree with that. Surely we'll just go Accrington, try and finish the game off early. We can rest people, win the game. It's a fair, fair argument, isn't it? But we <laughs> we will get to that later. Let's just do the numbers. And I think this says everything about what I like about Burton because the numbers in isolation aren't very 4 nilly, are they? Um, 58-42 on the possession in Town's favour. Only 1.26 for four goals on the XG shows the... Finishing is nice and clinical. Please, Ipswich, do that in a big game. Uh, 0.81 for Burton. Uh, 17-14 shot count. So um, uh, let's go to Dave then. And again, tell me something you didn't tell me after the Forest Green game. Um, What are your takeaways from... um, Sorry, Dave, just quickly. um, There's no more, other than Accrington now, there's no more of these teams to come now. Is there a right in the sort of bottom three, no, five. I think no, I'm right about that. I don't think so. I don't Sorry, think go so. ahead, Dave. Um, a takeaway from yesterday's game for me, and probably Craig would say the same as Luongo. I mean, he, he, he quite surprised me. I mean, obviously, he's a player. He's played at a good level, experienced player, but, mate, he makes such a difference. And I think that I think the difference you could see, and it's, it shouldn't mean any, any slight on... Cameron Humphreys, who's been absolutely superb, you know, filling in really for, for obviously, for Lee Evans. But you could see that Morsey trusted him if, if you kind of see what I'm getting at I think he kind of you know trusted him so you know Morsey I felt was a lot freer after the first 25 minutes but Morsey was a lot freer wasn't he yesterday Craig he was yeah. he was making those runs dropping his shoulder again breaking the lines perhaps like he like he did when perhaps Lee Evans Lee Evans would have been played but Luongo was magnificent yesterday I thought considering the guys hardly hardly played any minutes hardly any minutes at all he was absolutely superb you know passing He's strong. He's you know he's physical. He gets up and down. Um, gets yeah, into the box. Really, he played that. Really, he had that really lovely, sp- lovely header, didn't he? In the just before we scored, actually, the the, the cross yeah. went in, and it he he headed it over to Chaplin to have yeah, the just, to have the volley, just, didn't just he? Just cushioned it. He just yeah. looked absolute quality. Really surprised me. I didn't. I, I you know he's played at a level, good championship level, very experienced. But as I said, but yeah, he really surprised me. yesterday. he made such a difference. And like I said, you could see that perhaps it's more the. And again, it's not no detriment to Humphreys. More the physicality side of it, the physical side that you could see Morsey, Morsey sort of trusted him as such and yeah he was brilliant yesterday certainly I thought I mean Chaplin was superb a lot of shouts for man of the match yesterday but I thought Luongo was absolutely brilliant and also he, he just yeah he also knows that Luongo is going to be where he needs him to be not just exactly from a physicality I mean, yeah. point of view you know he they played a similar amount of games I'd imagine in in the championship for example so um you know Morsey hasn't got to keep one eye or look over his shoulder at see where his centre half sorry centre midfield partner is he knows you know, trust him implicitly. Same as you probably would do with Don Ball if Don Ball was in there, like yeah, he did, yeah. as Dave says, with with Lee Evans. Hence, um, did we not have? Did I see we had seven players in the team of the weekend? Is that right? Did I see that? Six, seven? six I, I plus think McKenna, wasn't it? Six. Yeah, I think the who scored oh, the algorithm or whoever they get their data uh, from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like Wolfenden was one of them, I think, which is a bit of a strange one. Yeah, that 
kind of surprised me. He but must, Davey must have made a load of load of passes. Blocks. Must he did yeah, block. Yeah, he certainly did. Blocks. He certainly did. Yeah. Tell you what, Burgess was good again yesterday. He stood yeah. up again, didn't he? He's yeah. really, really growing into that role. I know McKenna said, didn't he, after the match, he was just as pleased with the clean sheet, as Rich was saying in the in the yeah, chat there. And you can see much. why, as you say, Ben, the, the sheer number of entries into the box, whether it be from open play or just slung in from corners and, and throw-ins, they did, in the main, defend them pretty well. And, and Walton looked look back to his best yesterday. Not many shots to save, I can't remember, but he was coming for crosses and he, he just looked confident again, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Um, right, guys, we are going to get into... The happenings in League One. And then we're just going to spend a bit of time on this week coming up because I may overhype it in my YouTube comment, but this is a massive midweek catch up and then Saturday coming up. Um, and not to put too fine a point on it, it could either be much more in our grasp or much further away, depending on the next two games, particularly with what. Plymouth are up to first of all, though, ITFC women up to second after beating Plymouth 3-0. Rich says don't have the same issues as the men's team. Um, At the AGL Arena, brace for Anna Gray. uh, Second goal in two games for Freya Godfrey as town dominated. Uh, Home again next week versus London Beast. Also over in the merch store, guys, at the moment, 20% off for the next week. Head to bluemondayitfc.co.uk for the link. Uh, Mikey and Seb are going to be doing the Accrington post-match on full-time on Tuesday, where they'll actually have an excuse to look ahead to Bolton, whereas I'm just obsessing about it now. Uh, listen on your way home or join the discussion if you've watched in iFollow. Get involved if you're watching us right now. Do make sure you hit that thumbs up button. It does help us more than you'd imagine. Right? Did I hear, did I hear that Rich is the drummer for the for the women's Oh team. yes, he yes he certainly is. Rich, I presume is he, I, I presume he's more Phil Collins than Taylor Hawkins, is he? Rich is a um, surprise me. I didn't know. So Rich suddenly it was last Sunday. <laughs> so I went to the game last Sunday, and um, I said, "Oh, where's Rich?" And Theo from the um, football club said, "Oh, um, he's up setting there with up his hi hat with the setting up no no hi hat setting up the <laughs> drum." And there he was with his drum. So apparently, and then Rich tells me that. Um, you know, back in his, um, whether it was back in his, obviously perhaps between sixth form and, and uni or whatever, he was uh, he was a drummer on the um, Ipswich music scene, Ben. I've seen I've seen the pictures, actually. There yeah, you so, go. I, uh, as you can imagine, Dave, the, the Ipswich music scene is a small world, put it that way. So, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Blue Monday are delighted to be partnered with TalkSport Fan Network and NordVPN, giving you the best possible offering for browsing the internet securely. NordVPN opens up global streaming options for content not available in your region by switching your virtual location quicker than Wesburn's running down the wing. NordVPN acts like your cyber Sam Morsey whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like passwords and credit card details from falling into the wrong hands. For about the price of an ITFC match program a month or a Blue Monday Telegram subscription, you can get yourself a NordVPN account which can be used across six different devices. If you need to rapidly change direction like Amari Hutchinson, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Blue Monday or click the link in the podcast or YouTube subscription to be taken straight there, supporting us here at Blue Monday in the process. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home advantage with Mook Delivery. You in? 
Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Um, right, let's get into this because um, interesting day yesterday um, where we had the top three winning and then positions four to nine, none of them won, which is very unleague one where we kind of <laughs> normally expect at least seven of the top ten to win every week. And that goes up to nine of the top ten when you get past February, doesn't it? But um, we will bang through these very quickly if I'm not a complete buffoon that's got the next round of fixtures up instead of yesterday's. Um, uh, I'm going to come to you on specific teams, but let me just rattle through here. Morecambe, Neil, Bolton, Neil, which is not bad news. Poor old Bolton, just absolutely knackered now, I think, after their uh, run of seven games in 22 days. Uh, Stanley, two, Forest Green, one. Bristol Rovers, nil. Barnsley, nil. So two of the playoff rivals both held nil, nil. Uh, Cambridge, nil. Pompey, one. Probably a bit too far off, but Pompey are going to have a say in this silly week coming up. They face two of the big sides. Uh, Cheltenham one, Fleetwood nil. Derby two, Shrewsbury two. Surprising uh, fumble from Derby from two nil up as well. Lincoln one, Oxford nil. Lincoln still undefeated at home. But I guess the most significant result there is Plymouth two, Charlton nil. 15 wins in 17 at home for Argyle. Incredible. Uh, Port Vale one, MK nil. I think we've all given up um, watching Sheffield Wednesday scores, but I'll say Wednesday one. Uh, Peter Brunel, Wickham one, Exeter one, Craig, Plymouth, the relentless buggers, hey? Yeah, and what a shit show that first goal oh, was. Straight from second half kicker within nine seconds. seconds yeah. Nine seconds of Charlton taking the kickoff. Ryan Hardy's dinking it over the goalkeeper. And to, be, that- to refer to him, it's a hell of a. He closes down, didn't he? He just really well. He closes down the centre central defender, pulls it out of the air, and then dinks it over the goalkeeper. Two things about that. So, well, that happened to me actually. So, first thing, do you think that? Do you think Holden at halftime manager said, "Lads, keep it. Let's keep it tight." 10, <laughs> That's exactly 15. what he said. They were not, 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 not I mean, minutes, lads. Not minutes, lads. Not seconds. <laughs> minutes. And then um, I was watching on the EFL last night because I heard about this goal. I hadn't seen it yet, and I think Mrs. was in Mrs. was in the other room watching. I don't know, sleepless in Seattle for the ninetieth time, and I actually <laughs> did. When I saw it, I went, "Oh, that's crap!" Oh, <laughs> he said, "What's happened right. now?" I said, "Oh, you wouldn't. Oh, you wouldn't mean anything to you." But oh my god! But as, as Craig um, Craig said, brilliant, brilliant from Hardy. Great finish, wasn't it? So we're going sure, but... to come on to it um, when we talk about the games coming up. They've taken the pressure off themselves by winning that one as well ahead of these two tricky games. They're mm. just all. It's like it feels like and we talk about it and say it feels like a two-game season now for Plymouth. Where if they don't mess up these next two, it's a nice run into home. They've got but, a hell of a run in, haven't they? I mean, it's lovely just playing nobody. Yeah, yeah, lovely. Um, so Bolton again. Look, we'll get on to them, but I just think that's um, tiredness. Derby, bit of a weird one. I think someone was sending a chat. Um, couple of set plays. Barnsley as well, who've been on fire. Um, same as us, drew nil nil 
at um, Bristol Rovers. So um, let's get into this then next week because this is absolutely fascinating, Craig. So Plymouth have their two hard games in a row now. And <laughs> I guess the hope, Craig, is from our point of view that they drop a lot of points in these two games, um, preferably don't win either of them. Uh, but I, I don't know about you, I can see them beating Derby. Oh, yeah. And maybe dropping points at the weekend when we have to go to we have to go to Bolton. But th- this is the this is the chance, isn't it? This is the this is the week, Craig, where we look at their fixtures and we say, okay, they're very hard games. Yeah, and it, it, you probably look at past the two home games on Tuesday to the two away games on the weekend, don't you? From our and their perspective, in terms of us. Us going to Bolton and then going to Barnsley. Um, you know, if you see Plymouth are at home, it doesn't really matter who they're playing. You can almost pretty much guarantee they'll be, they'll be getting three points by hook or by crook. Similar to what Nat's saying about, and you saying about Sheffield Wednesday, it's going to be 1 0. And as soon as they get a goal, you know the other team aren't going to score any. Um, I think the, the games yesterday, certainly for the top three, probably went as everyone expected them to. Um, whether it took a little bit of time, it was both 0 0 at half time, the other two, weren't they? I think. Um, so yeah, I think the weekend's the one. And as you say, Ben, if they, if we can get a favour from um, from Barnsley, then we may be able to claw three points back on them if, if we can do the job at Bolton. As you say, Bolton That's probably key, puffing a bit, but they've got a week off, haven't they? They've got a midweek game this week. Yeah, Dave. The issue I've got, Dave, is we've seen so Port Vale have won at Plymouth. And Fleetwood got the nil-nil draw. It's incredible, isn't it? Absolutely incredible. Dave, Derby aren't going to play like that. They're going to they're going to try and attack against them. And yeah, as much as McGoldrick's great and Hurahan's great, and Cash is just playing to their hands. Worn. I I don't know. I don't know whether they get anything. Do they, Dave? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, you just don't know. They're so dominant at home, as you said. You know, as it stands right throughout the season, it really hasn't, other than those two, really hasn't mattered who they've played. They are just incredibly... I mean, what a record. It's, it's mind-boggling, really, isn't it? What one fifteen, drew one, lost one. Incredible. Um, yeah, I, I can I can see them beating Derby. Um, I think the best best you can hope for there is perhaps Derby. Yeah, get a get point, draw. Um yeah, Barnsley away. I can see Barnsley. Barnsley could can, beat them. Yeah, no, I Barnsley. can see Barnsley. Look, Dave, Plymouth, Plymouth haven't been in you know recent weeks. Plymouth haven't been certainly um, dominant away. That's for sure. You know, ship five goals at Peterborough. Three, three wins um, in ten. Three, there you go. So, um, Dave, let, let me stop you there. Sorry, buddy, to interrupt you because I always tell you off for interrupting me. But here's the Barnsley run, yeah. and they <laughs> only for the last seven years, mate. Don't worry. Barnsley are the really interesting one because they've got the games in hand, haven't they? And OK, Pompey are improving under John Massinio. Barnsley are very good at home as well. I think they've won seven and eight, eight and nine, something yeah, like that. Yeah, they've got to go there as well. And they're very... Look at look at Barnsley's run, though. Look, Pompey, Plymouth, Wickham nuts. away. Wednesday at home. I will be at that game, actually. Um, and then us as well. Craig, is there any chance Barnsley take two points per game from that entire run and all of a sudden up they go thus sucking back Plymouth in mm. on our behalf just stick a grenade underneath the top five <laughs> teams in the division yeah well it is in their hands isn't it as I've yeah. been saying you know 
Um, but yeah, crikey, had to have those four games at home in the space of I don't know what is it? They, two, they two did and at home, weeks? and Mike Mike Duff at Cheltenham loved a winning run, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, and they they score goals, don't they? Well, they have been in a bit of a, a decent before the weekend. They didn't score any. Um, that looked like a from the highlights. It looked like a turgid whole game, similar to the one we had. Yeah, that I witnessed down there before the drive home in the fog a couple of weeks back. Um, so yeah, well, as I say, we keep we keep saying, don't we? Well, you know, we'll know a bit more in a in a couple of weeks' time, <laughs> and then we'll get to the end of Barnsley. We'll say, well, you know, a couple of weeks' time, we'll know a little bit more. I, I just mean, think it, we're going to be looking at those Plymouth fixtures once we get past this weekend, and we're going to be going, oh, that's a that's a nice game. That's yeah, nice but I think game. I think four of their four of their next six are going to be away because because I think three of their last four are at home, and they're against. You know, yeah. we, do you know what we're going to do? Fodder. So, they're against fodder. Yeah, you Absolute can pretty much guarantee fodder. they're getting at least nine points in their last four matches. So you need to be above them before I then, mean, I would have thought. Can I, I mean, just bring this up, Dave, real on, quick? Yeah, yeah. So this is the Plymouth run. So yeah. they've got Derby and then Barnsley away. That's tricky. And then look at this. Forest Green, um, Accrington. Ignore that, Bolton. That's the uh, Pizza Cup that's final. Morecambe. Oh, cool. So they're just playing the bottom five. Lincoln, which is a hard game away, but not necessarily at home. Exeter away, okay, I'll give you that one. Local, Local derby. derby. Yeah, Shrewsbury yeah. away, I'll give yeah. you that one. And that's in the space. Yeah, yeah. So look, maybe I'm Tuesday waking night. up on yeah, a Tuesday no, night. Not... Yeah, but Craig, you're right. Look at that. Cambridge it's getting beyond Burton that. At that's home the one. Yeah, that getting beyond run, that. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. That's yeah, that, that, that last four feel... games is... Give me time. I, and I just feel to... that if you're not, Dave, right hot on their heels... After this week, and by hot on their heels, I mean within one game, three points. Because oh, no, they, they need when to the be gets on. they need to be reeled in, reeled, yeah, reeled in a bit this week with the, looking at the fixtures. It's and and yeah, you're right, Ben. I know you've, you say you, you would want to mention it only a, a thousand times tonight, but yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's a big old game. Looking at the fixtures Saturday, that is a big, big, big game. Dave, we have to go to Bolton and win. Yeah, I think so. Mm. It's straight for, for, for any it? any semblance of automatic. I think we do. Yeah. I think so. Oh yeah. dear! Right, I mean, at least, at least, look, look, at least we're now. I remember sitting here what three weeks ago, maybe slightly more Oxford, maybe no, after perhaps a Bristol Rovers game actually doing the doing the sort of post match thing, and for one or two people are thinking, well, hang on, are we gonna are we gonna go on a run and blow the playoffs for Christ's sake? <laughs> so at least at least we seemingly have got that under control. But um, yeah, I, I think you're right. We we probably do need to win Saturday for any any hope of top two. Uh, certainly. I agree with you, Ben. Sheffield Wednesday are just just gone. I mean, for you know, for every you know, you talk about Plymouth's home record. I mean, Sheffield Wednesday's defensive record is oh, just amazing. ridiculous. Twenty clean sheets, ridiculous. Off the charts. I'm gonna I'm gonna do something stupid. I will show you Sheffield Wednesday's fixtures. I'm sure they'll not lose any of them. But they, they uh, let me dream a little bit because there's there's some tricky ones in it. Just really quickly, I know we're we're clutching here. Pompey away. Never easy, is it? Bolton oh, no, no, home, consecutive no. games, I'll, Barnsley I'll away. So it's similar for Wednesday. Obviously, it's delayed kind of past Plymouth's horrible run. But, you know, you'd imagine across those three games, Craig, they're not going to concede more than two goals, are they? No, exactly. And that's the point, isn't it? You know, if, if they, it's unlikely that they'll get beaten. Um, Pompey, away, of... Pompey away on the 11th, then Bolton at home on the, yeah, week of 17th. Week, yeah. Which is the just those away night. games, isn't it? Yeah. Churn them out, don't they? They do. They just churn out. They're a, they're a yeah. championship winning team. They just churn churn yeah. out results. You see it. Yeah, they do. 
Cherno Samba. Um, right, get your questions in, guys. We'll go to questions now. I'll scan the chat. Please put a question mark at the end of it. I'd love to hear the guys just just putting out there talk about Clark and Burns because that's been a that's been an issue. Uh, quickly, get your thoughts in on anything. Ask away. We'll get to that very soon. But Craig, it's been a great week on Telegram with Andy Warren appearing. Yeah, yeah, it's nice little exclusive for. Uh... For everybody, um, those who didn't know, um, and you can ben still a, get it, Craig, if you go in now with the free trial, yeah, 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 you get it on YouTube. I think Rich has now uploaded it to SoundCloud as well, so there's an audio version of it as well. Um, and it was referenced on the uh, Kings of Anglia podcast. What did they say? <laughs> it was uh, in glowing terms. It was it was referenced. Um, did I get buried? <laughs> it's caused some friction, I believe. Oh, good, the, I love uh, that. I'm here for the that. Kings of Anglia towers. <laughs> friction. Um, yeah, um, but no, it's, it's absolutely brilliant. And as ever, you know, as we say every week, in terms of the the, the chat in the um, match day chats and the and the academy that Joe um, predominantly finds himself in, and the, and the the women's team chat and general football this afternoon, it was going a bit mental when uh, sure. Liverpool uh, handing Man U their backside on a plate for uh, the second half at, uh, at Anfield. Um, it's getting quite lively. And what I've found actually is I'm now logged on to the uh, Wi-Fi at Portman Road, so. I haven't got any problem with a mobile signal during the match, so I'm on there um, at halftime. <laughs> Irritating busy. everyone during the game, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, because when we went to the youth team game, I just I got on the uh, the Wi-Fi, and yeah, it's, it's all making logged on now, so I've got like 100 meg in the in the ground. So if people want to chuck me a few quid, I might be able to find the um, the Wi-Fi code for you. You, you can hotspot on there, can't you? Lovely stuff. Um, yeah, do join us on Telegram. Obviously, um, follow on Twitter. Most importantly, subscribe here on YouTube. Get yourself in to these live streams they are very fun with your interactivity right keep the questions coming we'll try and get the guys to answer as many as possible uh zorak day thoughts on clark bringing back the chamber's fist pump yeah i didn't i'd left i didn't notice that i just left before then but uh yeah, fair play to him. And I think he got a Chambers, a Chambo like on Twitter as well, didn't he? So I saw. So that's kind oh, of excellent. nice. And, and, you know, local local lad. So, yeah, why Centre not? Centre back, brilliant. right back, yeah. Brilliant, Works, brilliant, doesn't it? brilliant to see. Brilliant to see. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Craig, uh, this is Martin. Anyone else surprised that Morsi wasn't taken off at half-time? Yes, there's with 3-0 up. We can't do without him at Bolton. Yeah, we were, we were talking about that, actually. Exactly that same conversation um, at half-time. But then um, someone pointed out, well... Yeah, but Longo's unlikely to last the full ninety, given he's yeah. you know, and just come back. So what we what we have learned, we can do with Morsey over the last what eight, nine, ten games, whatever it is, is sort of rely on him not doing anything silly and getting booked. Um, When's the yellow card amnesty, Craig? Shrewsbury, I think. I don't know. I'm yeah, making this top top of my head, but yeah, I think it may be the end of that. We've got another well, three or four games, maybe. I think um, so. But someone was saying, I think uh, maybe Stuart Watson was saying that he did something similar at Wigan in that he'd he'd reached the point of no return with <laughs> well one booking would signal two more two more and return. matches and never had to go away. You know, he he basically and then once that amnesty had gone, he clattered someone and got booked. Yes. I love so, it. Love it. So yeah, yeah. so no, I, I we thought exactly the same thing, but when you think <laughs> of it logically, it's probably more likely that Luongo go off for the for the fitness reasons. Um, Dave, what about uh, Romeo? What about the pigeon? No one's mentioned the pigeon. What's he talking about? I wasn't. Yeah, there was a pigeon. There was a pigeon oh, on the crossbar. Yeah. There was a pigeon on the crossbar um, up the, I think up the Sorrell fen, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. Pigeon, just it would it would not move. It, it, we, had, 
we had shot the goal. Yeah, we did. Yeah, Chapman just... scored the goal, and it just—I don't think it was well, poor thing, because when the guys are put, he's there for like half an hour, and the guys are putting the nets away and like pulling up the nets, and eventually, like one of them, um, it was Lenny Pidgeley. I made a comment. Oh, <laughs> well, I was just going to say, chat, yes. name the pigeon. Yeah, name Lenny, the pigeon, yes. chat. You're not allowed to say Lenny Pidgeley. Lenny Pidgeley. And it, it went, got... eventually, it drifted off, and it went up into the cobble stand, and he just sort of made it above the executive boxes. Uh, I can't remember if there's a Portman Road cat. It'll be a very fat, <laughs> fat Portman cat. Road cat. cat. Yeah, yeah. Cat. Um, Lenny. Eric, we'll, we're going to we're going to hold that question. Could Stanley be a banana skin? We'll talk about Accrington Stanley in a minute when we've done the questions. Um, uh, Rich, what's the story of DD's shirt hanging up? Uh, uh, Rich, and quickly, yeah. just describe for those people listening on pod. It's a, it's a, it's an old punch Green King um, training shirt from circa nine uh, two thousand, I think. No, maybe before that. About I don't know ninety eight, ninety nine that I that I acquired. Nice Who was number thirty nine, Dave? I have no idea. Oh, okay, but someone um, will tell us. Nick, I'll take this one. Ipswich must have one more game on TV coming. So Sky have done up to the second last batch of games and I do understand why we're why we're not on to be honest I think if we're still in the mix one of our games will possibly be on in the in the last they've done all Easter and I think the last the last few will all be um arranged Playoff, playoffs will be on won't they <laughs> Stop it, Dave. uh Craig uh, Norman, are Evans days at the <laughs> club <biscuits>. numbered? <laughs> well, we don't. We don't, Norman. We don't Never endorse that. that. Players don't get injured on purpose, but we'll, we'll ignore the second bit. But are his <laughs> days at the club numbered? Me, made made of biscuits, though, made Dave, biscuits. don't read it. What sort of biscuits would there be? Like a water Stop biscuit, it, you two. Players don't they get injured need... on purpose. It's unfair. They need to be patella-shaped biscuits, <laughs> wouldn't they? So oh, yeah. I will mute you. I was a rich tea. Craig. Cream crack. Oh, no, they're square. What is going on? Oh, I don't it's know. It's got to be a water biscuit or a rich tea. <sighs> on behalf of the podcast, I'd like to apologise to Lee Evans, who's made excellent Digestive. efforts at Ipswich Town and doesn't Digestive, deserve yeah, this. Pretty bit too sturdy, aren't they, Digestive? Hobnob. Oh, moving on. Sorry, Norman, you're not going to get your question answered. These two buffoons are refusing to I answer. Do want, I do I do. I will mute whether... you if you go down this road. Answer properly, Craig. You're in okay. trouble now. I do wonder whether, <laughs> yes, having seen Luongo and not necessarily that Luongo will be playing, but you know what he can add from a. And Joe's mentioned it himself in terms of um, being a bit more agile in the centre midfield. You've obviously got Ball, you've got Kamara, you know, in the wings as well. Um, yeah, it may be that you can't rely on. History has shown that you can't rely on Lee Evans for more than no, half and season, it's, can you? It's gone quite quite. I haven't I haven't heard him mentioned around the club in recent in well last couple of weeks. Have you there's, have you heard anything about his? I thought he was there, wasn't he? He walked along the touchline. Did he? I didn't a, see him yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Dave, Lisa, uh, with Massimo playing, do you think Morse is likely to get yellow cards? I'm yeah, not sure. it's probably not pro- it's probably not a bad shout because yeah, he has got that morsey like physicality about him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Really, I can't I can't really overest you know overreg it more that his performance yesterday. He was he was really really good, really good. Um, uh, Craig Neil, do we see John Jules playing a big part in the run? I Where? wouldn't say a big part, but a part, Craig. Yeah, if he can if he can get fit and get back to match sharpness. Um I don't know where the hell he'd fit in on the bench, to be honest. Maybe instead of Ed Edwards, possibly. But then Edwards came on yesterday. He's he's getting some games from the bench, isn't he himself? Carl Edwards, and he is 
a little bit different to anything else we've got. Maybe it's Harness's position on the bench that's under oh, like threat, that. or Jackson, potentially. And you've um, got, obviously, Camera played for the 21s, didn't he, on oh, Friday? He's, he's not teasing me anymore. Dave, uh, Max, do we think Clark passing the ball to space encourages Burns to use his pace again, results is assist returning? Yeah, Finally, I someone's think, asked about Clark and Burns. Yeah, I think so. He's He's... Clark's certainly grown into that role. He's a really good athlete, isn't he? You know, mm. gets up and down um, quick, obviously. Um, yeah, got a pass, you know, good good way to pass. No, it really did seem, I mean, yesterday, yeah, yesterday, two or three times, it, it was it was almost like watching Donatian and Burns from, from last season, which is obviously very much credit to, credit to Clark. So I just see him getting stronger and growing into that, growing into that role. He looks a... Uh, yeah, you can you can see why you can see why they've signed him proper proper we, player. We were saying before the match that it's probably about because he had a, he's had a few quiet quiet games, Clark, and he he came off the bench, didn't he, at Bristol Rovers and played on the left. Yeah, um, but yeah, yesterday he was good, and you know as, as you say, Dave, he's got the athleticism. He's just, oh, he's strong. He's quick as well, isn't he? Tackle. He's got the he's got the, yeah. He loves to tackle. If they can just add just a little bit of subtlety to his game, then he's going to be yeah. A, a hell of a player, isn't he? And, and he, he, he played left when when Davis went off. He shuffled over to the left yesterday, didn't he? Yeah, that's right. And and, and, and as do. was said there in, in the question, exactly that, hundred percent agree. He was passing it into space, and he was passing it into space the last home game, wasn't he, Dave? But Burns he was, was yeah. for some reason on his heels. On wasn't his it? heels, but yeah, he was. Two or yeah, three times. Great to see. Great to see Burns having a good game yesterday. Yeah. Wasn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. He was he was back at it yesterday. Uh, Craig, now don't ruin this for yourself. I'm going to give you executive privileges here to name the pigeon. You've got three options here. Speckled Jim, Jason Pigeon. I don't want to push you towards one, but I like that. Um, and Percy Pigeon. So Jason, <laughs> Jim or Percy? Well, it's Percy Pig, isn't it? If, if you're going to name an animal Percy, yeah. it unfortunately it's, it's has to Pepper be. Pepper Pig, really, from where my, my vantage point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I'm unfortunately, being a massive Blackadder fan, I'm going Speckled Jim. Speckled Jim, there it is. The pigeon has been named and we will move on uh, to... That was your question, actually, Craig. We'll go back yeah, to Dave thanks. now. <laughs> uh, I, I, Dave. For the record, I'd have gone with Speckled Jim as well. Okay. Um, do you think since the Bristol Rovers game that our approach to games has changed? We seem to play a lot uh, more direct now with more long balls. Uh, McKenna did mention that, didn't he? He talked about, you know, um, w- w- what was it? Um, not, not plan B, but different solutions and um... I, must admit, I don't I'm really picked up on that to be fair there was a couple of times where um well the for, uh second goal came from that where I think it was Walton chipped the ball over the press didn't he to to Chaplin and I suppose another evidence was the long ball from the sweeping first time ball from Luongo yesterday but to be fair up to up to this point I can't say I've noticed a big change of approach of you Craig I don't know whether it was as we were talking about earlier it's just not necessarily doing things being more direct, but just doing things a lot quicker. quicker. First yeah. touch, you know, it, it was more direct in terms of our speed of play rather than our length yeah. of play, if, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, yeah, sure. We probably, I think we're probably all saying the same thing. Uh, Craig, how many weeks do we think before Kamara, Kamara would be ready for 30 minutes as a sub? Oh, two, I'd have thought, wouldn't it? If, he, if he's already playing for the under-21s and getting a few minutes under his belt, I imagine they'll try and do similar in the next in the next week or so. Um but yeah, it'd be interesting to see again as we were talking about when um, John Jules becomes fit and gets on the bench. Then you know Kamara, I suppose the obvious one is Humphreys, but they're completely different types of players, aren't they? Um, Kamara's more of a marauder from what we've seen and what we saw him at um, at Plymouth than than Humphreys is. So you know it's just another option. These, these are the days when you want nine, 
Who'd have thought it? Nine substitutes to choose from rather than just the seven. Um, right, let's talk quickly. Thank you guys for your question. Sorry if it didn't get read. I've just, got to just move quick, on. Just Go quickly, ahead. just quickly. I can't believe no one in the questions mentioned the uh, the amount of time added on yesterday. What was that about? So we each made four, five. Did they make five substitutions? Pretty much each in the second half. Davis was down for what two, three minutes, and it was three minutes of time added Dave, on. It was a weird Dave, one. Dave, it was four nil. Yeah, That's I know, why, yeah. but I know, I know, but. They don't bother, do they? They're like, well, oh, come on, well, let's, let's all That's go. We were saying about same about the Liverpool Man U game, wasn't it? Seven nil, and they gave what three minutes? I think it was in, the, in, the, in that. Match. Can I just so say seven nil? That's like this is an old wives' tale. Three and There's and nothing minutes. in the laws yeah. that mentions substitutions and goals in terms of stoppage uh, time. True. All it says true. is stoppage time is at the discretion of the officials. It's just become this oh, 30 seconds of sub, and it's literally not mentioned. Well, I think um, it was the. I think, and also perhaps it was the World Cup that's influenced people. Was can well. I do a name drop, Dave? Well, you usually do. <laughs> That's awful. And he doesn't He's normally ask. Doesn't ask. Doesn't normally ask. To be fair, go on. I parked near Dermot Gallagher on uh, Saturday. I will ask him um, about the. Um, Oh, he's your regular the... parking. I know oh, he's on. Think? He's on Premier League Productions. Uh, yeah, he's car share. Yeah, car me, share. Yeah, we want to. We want to. We want to hear that, Ben. Carpool Berry, carpool karaoke with um, Dermot Gallagher and Ben Bloom. <laughs> carpool karaoke. I like it. Uh, now, let's talk about Accrington. I'm going to trot out a couple of cliches, um, Craig. Accrington are far easier to play on your home ground than they are up at the Crown or the Wham or whatever it's called. Mm. A lot of people are going to tell me, like they did about Burton, that Accrington are quote, inform because they have seven points in three games. Let me tell you, yesterday, they were 1-0 down against a not very good Forest Greenside and then a red card changed the game. And in the Shrewsbury game, uh, since then, retrospectively, I believe we've had a red card given to Accrington. So it was a little bit fortuitous, their last couple of results. Obviously, they went deep in the Pizza Cup as well and lost to Bolton. I know we've had questions... Um, is it a, you know, is it a potential banana skin? I'm going to say it again, Craig. I'm going to be that horrible, smug fan of a team higher up in the league. No excuses. No excuses. We can't be talking about a huge game against Bolton and dropping points against Akron. They've got to go and win the game, Craig. Yeah, no, 100%. And, and as we, we've been saying that for the last two or three home games, haven't we? Um, and, and as you said at the beginning about what have we learned, well, what we have learned for the last two home games is that we've been able to know stand up to that particular uh, sort of pressure it'll be a different sort of pressure to the Bolton game but expectation I suppose is is the word isn't it um stood up to it got the job done clean sheet couple of goals in the in the bag and and move on to the the real crux of the matter which will be uh, at the weekend I've got no as you say there'll be no excuses there can't be any excuses if if we were saying earlier that Bolton's a must win then what does it Ima- make? Craig, happen? imagine we draw 1 1 to Accrington no, and Plymouth no. drop points on the same night. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, Dave, John Coleman is not Dino Mumria. This this is <laughs> this is not going to be a similar test, is no, it? They're going to sit behind the ball, aren't they? It's going to be horrible. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be <laughs> horrible. And let's let's hope we, you know, as we did against Forest Green the other week, we get an early goal and um and yeah, and change the narrative. Because, yeah, you're right, it will be. And then, all eyes on Bolton. Let's just fi- let's just finish this out now, because obviously things are going in the right direction. And 
I, I, I'm still peddling that. We're Ipswich fans, Craig. We don't get nice things. Is there any part of you, because this just doesn't happen to us, that sees the best case scenario, Plymouth <laughs> score one point, we beat Accrington, we go to Bolton and win, we would be second on goal difference. Mm. De- it, any it, chance? I know, yeah. I know you'll be like, of course is. nah, yeah. we're of course Ipswich. Man, of course, there is. Dar- you know, Derby aren't a team of mugs, are they? They're going to be going to Plymouth, and they need to be looking to win the game or get at least get a point out of it. As we were saying earlier, they don't. They'll play differently to the teams that have managed to um, get points off of Plymouth at uh, at home. Um, but no, I think join Seb and Mikey at ten o'clock on Tuesday evening, and you know, yeah. maybe that maybe that we've gained two points, two points on them already, maybe even three. Yeah, who knows. Imagine it. What's, what's, mm. what's your take, Dave? It's, uh, I, don't, I, I see fans of other teams and they have these weeks where everything goes for them. Can we please have one of these weeks? Yeah, <laughs> I, I, yeah, absolutely. I, look, I, I can see him beating Derby. I really can. But I can Craig, too, actually. But yeah. it's Craig, quite rightly said, Derby have no mugs, for goodness sake. I, mean, I think you know, Derby will score. At, look, look where Dave, they are. Dar- you know, Derby will so score. I, think I, can will. See them, I can see them dropping points against Derby, let's say. Mm. Um, and I can certainly see them dropping points at points at Barnsley. As we've said all along, you know, at this stage of the season now, it's, 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 no, it's not, strictly speaking, it's not in our own hands, but we just keep winning the games and, and let, let it will take care of itself, won't it? I'd rather have action at home than Derby at home. Yeah, I'm certainly right, I would. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, I think that will just about do us. Thank you, everybody, for joining us on the Blue Monday podcast. I hope we managed to not make that a repeat of the uh, post-Morecambe game analysis or the post-Forest um, Green. And I do totally agree with Craig, where we have been saying... We'll learn more at the Bolton game. We'll learn more at the Bolton game. <laughs> but it's just true. That's just the way the narrative is now unfolding. And, um, yeah, let's hope. I, I, and I've seen a lot of people say, and they're right in the chat, look, worry about the Accrington game, Ben. And that is right. Get the win. Get moved on. And how many points will we... Are we nearly back at two points per game now? How many two points, points off, aren't we? Two points we'll just off. Bring up the league table really quickly. Just about it. there. If we win, if we win against Atrington, we'll just about be there, won't we? Uh, yeah. So we would be sixty-nine from thirty. Yeah, be one point off the two points per game. So in terms of our own <coughs> targets, that's you know that's ticked off, isn't it? But yeah, get the job done. And um, as you guys said, join uh, Mikey and Seb after that one on Tuesday night. Thank you for all your support. Thank you, you super chats. Please, even before you go, you haven't already do hit the thumbs up button. Uh, Craig, last word from you, my friend. Um, yeah, just say, let's get, let's get Accrington out of the way. And I, I'm thinking about it. I'm looking more of a Cornish wafer, actually, rather oh, than a, gosh, yeah, got a bit, little bit yeah. more substance to it than a water biscuit, but not as yeah. much as a digestive. Yeah. Unless, of course, a digestive has been dunked, of course. Mm. A wet point. digestive, yes. Yeah, yeah. Dave, last word from you with less disrespect than Craig. No, shown. absolutely. I'll reiterate what Craig said. Let's let's take care of let's take care of Accrington and come on, bring on Bolton. Guys, you're all legends in the chat. Do join us across on Telegram as well. Exclusive hour with EADT's Andy Warren and no doubt more good stuff to come. And yes, I'm going to echo the lads' thoughts there. Let's get Accrington ticked off. Who are they? Exactly. (laughs) 
TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, but in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurant. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.